Welcome back to this week's episode of the One Play Sports Podcast. My name is David Hevener, and I'm the host of the show. This week is going to be a shorter episode with an important announcement coming up about a contest that I'm having along with a cash prize. And I'm also going to share a story about some events that happened recently that involved the podcast and a story that ended up on MLB.com and MLB Network. But before I get into those things, I quickly want to recap what's been going on in the sports world. It's definitely been a busy week, so I'm going to get right into it. Some big news came out of the NFL this past week. The salary cap dropped this season to $182 million from a salary cap of $198 million a season ago. This drop in the salary cap has crippled a lot of teams financially, and a lot of notable players from around the league have been released because of their contracts. Some of the notable players that have been released so far are Titans cornerback and Super Bowl 49 hero Malcolm Butler, Saints cornerback Janoris Jenkins, Dolphins linebacker Kyle Van Noy, Washington's quarterback and 2020 comeback player of the year Alex Smith, Saints punter Thomas Morstead, Giants wide receiver Golden Tate, Vikings tight end Kyle Rudolph, and Kansas City's offensive tackles Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz. Both of those linemen for Kansas City were hurt during the Super Bowl this past year and did not play in the game. Eric Fisher ended up tearing his Achilles in the AFC Championship game against Buffalo. Kansas City's lack of protection on the offensive line during the Super Bowl was one of the glaring issues that Kansas City had during that game, and that will definitely be a problem moving forward to protect Mahomes after getting rid of their two all-pro tackles. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Chiefs deal with that going forward. Big news came out of Foxborough this past Friday as the Patriots signed quarterback Cam Newton to a one-year $14 million deal. The deal has a $6 million cap hit with the rest being his signing bonus and different incentives. These signings sent mixed feelings around New England after Cam's first season performance with the team last year being subpar at times. Personally, I'm happy that Cam is getting one more chance to play for the Patriots. I think he's a great leader in the locker room and he has a great work ethic. He deserves another chance after coming into a brand new system last year without a traditional offseason during a COVID season. He also even got COVID during the season and missed time during that. And he didn't even seem to be himself when he came back right away. Like it took him a little while to get back into the rhythm and play at the level he was before he got the coronavirus. Resigning Cam Newton also doesn't mean that the Patriots will not go out and draft another quarterback or go get one in free agency. It just means that they have someone that is comfortable with the Patriots system at quarterback heading into free agency. And I've also heard that a lot of players around the league respect and like Cam Newton still. So Cam Newton may be critical in bringing in free agents to Foxborough, especially on the offensive side of the ball, since a lot of players around the NFL would like to play with him. The Dallas Cowboys finally signed quarterback Dak Prescott to a four-year, $160 million deal with 126 of it being guaranteed. He had a signing bonus of $66 million, which is the highest in NFL history. The defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers franchise tagged Chris Godwin and signed linebacker Levante David to a two-year $25 million deal. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have also signed quarterback Tom Brady to a contract extension for 
another four years to his deal. He will be contracted through his age 45 season or the 2022 season. And there are two years on the back end of the deal that are considered voidable years in which part of his contract will be paid to give the Buccaneers more cap space to put a team around him for this upcoming year in hopes to defend their Super Bowl title that they gained back in February. The Patriots also traded for offensive tackle Trent Brown from the Las Vegas Raiders. Trent Brown spent a season with the Patriots back in 2018 before signing with the Raiders in free agency. Trent Brown will help secure the offensive line that left some question marks for the Patriots last season. The NHL recently signed a seven-year deal as part of their new TV agreement with ESPN. That means that hockey will finally be coming back to ESPN. ESPN will be sharing coverage of the NHL with NBC, who currently covers the NHL solely in the United States. ESPN and ABC will be airing NHL games along with NBC starting next season. MLB spring training is currently underway. Baltimore Orioles first baseman Trey Mancini made it back to the lineup after his battle with colon cancer last year. He underwent six months of chemotherapy to treat his stage three colon cancer. He is definitely one of the candidates for comeback player of the year, along with Red Sox pitcher Eduardo Rodriguez, who made it back to the mound this year after suffering from a heart condition this past year that was a complication of his COVID-19 diagnosis. He has pitched a couple of times this spring and has looked pretty good so far. As a Red Sox fan, I am really hoping that he can get back to the 2019 form of himself because his stuff was nasty that year and I would love to see him be able to flourish after dealing with some really serious stuff over this past year. Both Trey Mancini and Erod deserve consideration for comeback player of the year. And maybe this will be the one season that the MLB will break its own rules and give out to comeback player of the years because both of these players deserve the award for sure. The NBA held their all-star festivities in Atlanta, Georgia last Sunday. Giannis Antetokounmpo of Team LeBron was the all-star game MVP as Team LeBron took out Team Durant 170 to 150. The NBA raised over $3 million total throughout the weekend for different HBCUs around the United States. Selection Sunday is finally here, which means it is March Madness tournament time. March Madness is personally one of my favorite sporting events all year because of the amount of great basketball that's on and just the sheer mayhem of it, how anything can happen on a given game. My Liberty Flames keep on dominating the ASON Conference as they want both their regular season and conference tournament for the third year in a row. This was the Flames' first year in the conference that the Flames won the regular season title outright. There have been multiple powerhouse programs around college basketball that have had had positive COVID tests that have knocked them out of their conference tournaments. Some of these programs so far are Duke, UVA, and Kansas. These teams are still eligible for the NCAA tournament if they have seven straight negative COVID tests. You need to have seven straight negative COVID tests to enter into the bubble of the NCAA tournament. That's been a quick recap of what's been going on in the sports world this past week. And with that being said, let's head into the announcement and the story. I 
I've got a big announcement with today being Selection Sunday. I am announcing the first ever One Play Podcast Bracket Challenge. March Madness is personally one of my favorite sporting events of the whole year. And that was something that we did not get a year ago, very sadly, because of the coronavirus starting and spreading all over the world and changing the world as we knew it. The contest will have a cash prize of 25 bucks. When I start making more money off of the podcast, I'll be able to increase the prize. But for now, that's all I'm going to do, considering it's coming out of my own pocket. To officially enter the bracket challenge, you have to like and share the post that I'm going to post on Instagram. You're going to need to tag two friends in the comments and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I will post the link to the bracket challenge in the Instagram bio for the podcast and on my personal social medias as well. The prize will be sent out via Cash App or Venmo. It's something that I'm really excited about doing, being able to interact with you guys and see what your different brackets look like. This is the first contest slash giveaway that I'm doing, and it's something that I'm really excited about. I'm excited to see who you guys have coming out on top for March Madness. All of the brackets have to be in by the time that the games tip off on Thursday. Only one bracket will be accepted per person for this challenge. And now I'm going to switch into the story. Something really cool related to the podcast happened this past week, and I wanted to share the full story with you guys as to really all what went down. So the story started back in September when I was home one night with my parents after work. I was trying to come up with a list of some people that I could reach out to to ask to be a guest on my podcast. I was having a hard time coming up with people, and then a light bulb went off in my dad's head. He said I should interview you Dan Kelly. And Dan Kelly is a personal friend who worked with my dad for many years, but he's also the person behind the infamous pizza toss in Fenway Park back in 2007 that left Don Arcello and Jerry Remy speechless and laughing up a storm. Up until that point, I had only interviewed people that worked in the sports industry, but I figured interviewing the person behind one of the most iconic fan interactions at a sports game would make for a great story to tell. So I reached out to Dan and he agreed to do the interview. I did the interview with him and posted the episode back in October. It was my 10th episode, I believe. If you haven't heard the episode yet, I would highly recommend to go back and listen to it. It's probably one of my personal favorites that I've done so far. But I ended up posting the episode and got pretty positive feedback from the listeners. And I just moved on from the story because I didn't really think anything would come of it. And then February 7th of this year was National Peace. Today And the clip of the pizza incident at Fenway Park was all over social media from the MLB social media account into the Nesson social media account as well. And I went on and commented under all of the videos that I saw of the incident to listen to my podcast episode to hear the full story behind the incident from the guy that threw it himself. And I got a few replies and likes from different people, but nothing really came of it. I might have gotten a few more listens, but nothing really happened from those comments. Well, so I thought. Fast forward a couple of weeks later, I got an email from Matthew Minogan, who is a writer for MLB.com. He had heard my podcast episode and wanted to reach out to Dan about a piece that he wanted to write for MLB.com about the iconic pizza toss at Fenway. I got Dan's permission and gave the writer his email. The article ended up getting posted this past week, and the writer ended up crediting my podcast episode 
in the article as to how he found Dan in the first place. People went nuts for the article online and it was shared all over Twitter. And it doesn't even stop there, though. The writer had some friends at the MLB Network who ended up doing a 10 minute interview on the Hot Stove Show with Dan on Thursday morning as well. The MLB Network posted a two minute clip from that interview on Twitter and people were going crazy over it. Even Don Arcello ended up sharing the video and said he was happy to finally get closure on the moment. I will post some of the favorite reactions from Twitter on the podcast Instagram page, but it's crazy that I just went with an idea that my dad had and did a podcast episode that started something that went viral all over social media, especially for those that living in the Boston area. There were multiple news outlets across the country that did articles about the pizza thrower breaking a silence on what had happened at Fenway Park 14 years ago from not even just the New England area. I saw one from Ohio, Minnesota, and it's just crazy to think that something that started just as an idea in my house one night after I got home from work ended up blowing up into what it has. The clip has currently 120,000 views on the MLB Network's various social media platforms. That's all there really is to the story. It's a short story, but I thought you guys would want to hear the behind how everything happened and how this manifested into what it is. That's it for the story. Let's head into what's coming up for the podcast in the upcoming episodes and the conclusion to this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this week's episode. I do have some fun interviews coming. My Liberty listeners will know who one of my future guests is. He is a former Liberty Men's Division One hockey player, and he hosts his own podcast as well. We are going to talk about his time playing hockey at Liberty and the current state of the NHL. And I'm also going to have an episode coming out on opening day with my buddy Anthony Lucides previewing the 2021 MLB season. Anthony is basically the baseball correspondent to the podcast at this point. I've had him on two times before just talking about the playoffs this past year and doing an interview talking about his internship with the Charlotte Hornets in the corporate partnerships department. He's just a great guy to talk to and be around. And I'm excited to have him on the show on opening day. So be on the lookout for that as well. I've got some other exciting interviews in the works as well that I'm excited about. And I will try to get those interviews recorded and done as soon as possible. And before we close, I want to give a quick shout out to former podcast guest Devin Conway, who just secured a position with Pagula Sports and Entertainment in Buffalo, New York. She will be working with the Bills and Sabres as a data analyst. Devin had said during her interview that she had a couple of interviews for a job after finishing her master's degree, and that's where she ended up accepting a position. If you followed her on social media, give her a congratulations and wish 
sure the best of luck going forward. And I just want to congratulate her on that accomplishment and the next step in her career path to becoming an NHL GM. Be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Leave a rating and a review. Every review helps a ton. Be sure to follow the podcast on all of its social media platforms for the most up-to-date information and content regarding the podcast. I hope you guys have a great week and I'll see you soon with another exciting episode. Woo!